Hello, 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 and welcome to Zippity Doo Disney, the podcast where we help you make the most of your Disney vacation using tips from experienced people just like you. So sit tight and let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode eight of Zippity Doo Disney. I'm your host, Eric Frenchman, and this episode is titled Falling In and Out of Love. On our fall 2019 Disney trip, I was originally going to um, go back and visit Hollywood Studios uh, as a podcast to talk about all the restaurant and things to do. And also we had uh, part two for Epcot. But very recently, actually just the other day, I booked all of our fast passes out for our September 14th through September 20th trip to Disney World. And I thought it would be a better idea to go through the thought process, how I planned that out. There's a lot of things going on. There's Galaxy's Edge. There's all the different Fast Pass changes. I also already made the restaurant reservations um, back in, I guess it was the winter. So, uh, March, yeah, I would have made it in March. So I thought it would be a great idea to go through the process that I just took the other day when I booked our fast passes. So here's how this episode's going to flow. We're going to talk about first which hotel we picked, who's going. It's only two of us this time. Woohoo! And we're going to look at the restaurant reservations that I made, why I picked some of them, why I didn't. And then we're going to go through the planning I took just a couple of days ago at 7 a.m. in the morning to book our ride reservations and sort of the crystal ball I used to figure out which parks we're going to be in. So that's how it's going to work. Hopefully it's a quick episode. Thanks for listening, and let's go on that ride. This fall, we decided to go back because I really wanted to check out Star Wars Galaxy's Edge before the Christmas time where we also normally go. It's just going to be me and my girlfriend, Lisa, we're staying at Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort. The reason why we picked that was a couple of reasons. One, we wanted to try someplace new. The next reason is we have Disney Vacation Club, and I save up all of my points for the Contemporary's Bay Lake Tower, which is our home base. That takes up a lot of points between Christmas and New Year's are basically our one-week stay at Disney Saratoga Springs. It's about 88 points, so that's very economical. And because it's just going to be two adults, no kids. I can't believe I'm going to Disney World without kids. Yeah, I'll miss them. Maybe not. But we're staying at Saratoga Springs. It's not So that's near Disney Springs slash downtown Disney. That's the shopping and restaurant area. It's not really near any of the parks, so we're going to be having to cab it, do the trains, planes, and automobiles for with Disney transportation. But that's okay, because it's only going to be two of us, and we're going to be able to move around very quickly. So we come in on Saturday, September 14th, and the first dinner reservation we made is at the Wine Bar at Disney Springs. Uh, We decided to try that because we wanted to go to almost all new restaurants. And that actually got really good reviews. So um, I thought it would be fun to go to a wine bar. So that's the two of us. So we're doing that on our first day there. 
on Sunday, September 15th, we are doing Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party in the Magic Kingdom. That's an extra cost for the two of us. Um, I think it was like 200 bucks or 250 for the two of us. So they basically transform the Magic Kingdom. They have all sorts of cool characters. There's a, there's a Halloween float. There's Halloween fireworks. You can also go trick-and-treating. Eh, it wasn't that great when we did with the kids, but you get free chocolate and raisins. Woo! Who doesn't like raisins for Halloween? And we also booked a character dining at Cinderella's Royal Table. Cinderella's Royal Table used to be the one of the hardest restaurant reservations to get. But we're going to bolt it on top of the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So that's our Sunday day. Obviously, when we start planning a little later on, we're planning on being in the Magic Kingdom that night. So that complicates things a little bit. On Monday, September 16th, we are doing Enzo's Hideaway Dinner. That it's also down in Disney Springs. I believe that's, at a, that's an Italian restaurant. It looked pretty good in the reviews that I've seen. Again, the whole theme on our trip is let's try something new. Tuesday, we are eating at an oldie but a goodie. I tried to ditch this one. I tried to stick to the theme of only trying new restaurants. But Lisa insisted on going to the Yachtsman Steakhouse. It's an awesome, classic steak restaurant. Sort of like in the... I, I, again, I would consider in the mode of some of the better New York City steak restaurants... Um, they 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 have a separate room right where you walk in, where the the they're aging the meat and they also butcher it right in front of you. It's a blast. The reason why I acquiesced on breaking the let's only eat new restaurant rules is because since the two of us are going, I have oh I also have I forgot to mention I also have uh, tables of Wonderland which gives us a twenty percent discount at sit down restaurants on food and alcohol, but. Um, so it's going to be a little cheaper than the prices that are going to be displayed there. The other upside of it is I'm definitely not going there between Christmas and New Year's when we expand the amount of guests that we're traveling with from two to five or six. Um, so that's going to be a little cheaper on my wallet this time around. Wednesday, we are eating at Frontiera's Cochina Dinner, which is a higher-end Mexican restaurant, also in Disney Springs. That looks wonderful. Um, it's some. Uh, it's an acclaimed chef. I have to look up the name. I'll post it on my website after we're done. Links to everything. But we're looking forward to doing that. And our last full night in the uh, Disney World for our trip, I decided to do Marimoto's Asian um, din Dinner Restaurant. Um, it looks fantastic. The last time we were in Disney Springs last fall, Last, I mean, last winter, we stopped by to go to Raglan Road. It looks great. It looks really high-end fusion, Japanese fusion restaurant. Um, I'm hoping it's in the sort of food category of Nobu, which is one of my favorites in New York City. The the decorations inside, the the way this restaurant's set up, it looks beautiful. I'm really, we're really looking forward to doing that. And then on September 20th, uh, we're out of there. Um, so usually we're, I haven't booked our airfare yet. Probably what we're going to do is we're probably going to take Spirit Airlines down and JetBlue coming back. The reason for that is it's obviously a little cheaper, save some money. Um, we've done Spirit. Works great out of Newark to Florida. 
but you want to get the JetBlue or one of the other airlines that uh, has a link with, so you could do, has a link with Disney's Magical Express and it's got the resort check-in so you could check your bags. So Disney will take your bags and load them on the plane for you and then you go enjoy the rest of the day in the park. There's only about a six, I don't know, six or seven airlines that do it. You have to check the website, uh, but I know JetBlue is one of them. So that's why we're not flying Spirit back because you can't do the early resort airline check-in. So that's a setup between September 14th and the 20th. Based on all that, I kind of knew where we're going to be on certain days. And I started to plan out where we're going to be in our head and what rides we want to hit. It became very complicated when I went to do it at 7 a.m. the other day. So after this brief little break, I'm going to go through where I booked and what days. Okay, before we get into details of how I went about booking, there's a couple of macro changes that happened uh, to Disney World, courtesy of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening up. And they're expecting huge crowds especially in the first month or two. And one of the things that they did was they made Hollywood Studios have a early opening 6 to 9 a.m. for Disney World Resort guests only. Those are called your Disney's Magic Hours. And Hollywood Studios has a three-hour advanced opening. The other parks are going to be open one hour beforehand for Disney Resort guests only. Another big change for the fall is the changes that Disney made to Hollywood Studios' FastPass reservation tier system. So as a quick reminder, if you're a Disney Resort guest, you get to make ride reservations 60 days in advance. If you're not a Disney Resort guest, it's 30 days in advance. What Disney does is they, they assign the rides or the attractions or the events, the entertainment, into two tiers, tier one and tier two. Tier one, you typically, you, you make one ride reservation per day. And then in tier two, you could pick up to two of them. Now, once you go through your first three uh, ride reservations of the day, then you can now start making one at a time, one at a time. So you'll get a chance to make other, other reservations, but that's how it works. So the big change they made, because I believe of all the crowds that they're expecting in Galaxy's Edge, they switched around the tiering system at Hollywood Studios. So tier one now is Slinky Dog Dash, Toy Story Mania, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roll Roller Coaster. They also made Alien Saucers a tier one ride. I don't believe it's worth a tier one ride. It's If you don't know what Alien Swirling Saucers, I mean, it's a cool version of teacups, but that's about all it is. I don't think it's anywhere near the class of ride of Slinky Dog Dash, Toy Story Mania, Rock and Roll, or Tower of Terror. I don't recommend making a reservation. And then the tier two, you have Star Tours, Voyage of the Little Mermaids, Muppets 3D, Disney Junior Dance Party, Indiana Jones, Fantasmic, Beauty and the Beast, and... Uh, Frozen Sing Along. The only ones I'm really interested in there are Star Tours, Muppets, eh, Indiana Jones. I mean, Fantasmic is a good ride reservation, but I don't, I mean, it's a good reservation, but I don't like making it because then you got to wait to the end of the day to use up that fast pass and that'll prohibit you from booking more ride reservations. So I don't, I never recommend making a fast pass reservation for Fantasmic 
you know, that's the fireworks spectacular over at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I think it's an awesome show. But again, unless you know you're done for the day, you're out of there, I don't recommend making that reservation. So the tiering system, the changes they made to the tiering system definitely means that if you don't want to wait on long rides, you're going to have to go back to Hollywood Studios more than one time because you're going to want to see, you know, if you want to go on Toy Story Mania Slinky Dog Dash and you don't want to wait a couple hours, you're going to have to make a ride reservation. And that means you're going to have to probably end up going to the parks, uh, that park twice. Also, don't forget, with Galaxy's Edge and the three-hour extra magic hour, typically when there is a morning extra magic hour at a park, that park is filled the rest of the day. So again, I think it's going to be very hard in order to get ride reservations um, or actually very hard to wait on lines for some of these premier rides if you don't like waiting on rides. A couple of other general macro themes that I had to take into consideration when I was planning this trip. It's the Food and Wine Festival in the fall. We love it. It's awesome. I mean, you got to eat and, you know, try new foods. There's wine. It's a blast. Epcot's a little bit more crowded than usual, but still, it's awesome. And then the other thing, I know deep down in my head, I'm not going to be able to get my girlfriend up too many days in a row to go to Galaxy's Edge, so I definitely got a plan on one of two days that we're going to try and wake up and and hit Hollywood Studios kind of early. The other things I know is she's not a huge test test track fan. She'd rather go on soaring. She's got to make sure I get soaring. And then, of course, there's Animal Kingdom's Flights of Passage, which I know she's going to want to go on at least one, if not two times. So those are the general macro planning And now I'm going to go through how I actually did it when I woke up at 7 a.m. Tuesday morning to book out our ride reservation 60 days in advance of going to Walt Disney World's. Okay, so so like any good Disney vacation planning person, you know, the people that, like me, wake up at exactly 60 days in advance of our vacation to book our ride reservations and I did it at 7 a.m. Had to set the alarm for six, get up, coffee, walk the dog, get myself comfortable and get ready to to do all this planning. I knew right off the bat, I'm not finding flights of passage. I'm not finding, finding Slinky Dog Dash until the end of my vacation. So the way those planning windows work, remember you get to do it for your entire trip 60 days before the first uh, day you're at Disney World. So that means, say, your your day at Disney World, your vacation, instead of like mine, mine starts September 14th, say yours starts September 10th, and you're going September 10th through September 17th, you get to start booking 60 days in advance starting for your arrival on September 10th through the 17th. So if you're like me and you're the 14th through the 20th, you, you're not going to find some of those super popular rides at the beginning of your trip. You're going to find them at the end of the trip. So the very first thing I did was I started looking as to when I could find Slinky Dog Dash and when I can find Avatar's Flights of Passage. And so what I did was I started booking my vacation from the back to the front because that's when I knew I was going to start to find some of those rides. So the first day I actually booked, believe it or not, was our last day there, Friday, September 20th. I grabbed an early morning 
Avatar Flight of Passage. So we're going to be there between 940 and 1040. And then I did another exhibition, Everest. That's one of my favorite rides of all time. And I did that. I did, got a ride reservation 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. So that gives us kind of enough time to go between Flights of Passage on one side of the park to Everest. And then the final one I picked was meet favorite Disney pals at the Adventurous Outpost. I grabbed that at 12. The reason why I did that, so I sort of stacked everything up between 940 and 110. The reason why I did that is because I don't know, I haven't booked our return flight yet, so I don't really know exactly what time we're going to be leaving. And I knew that if I have to uh, waste a fast pass, that's probably one that I'm willing to waste. We also haven't um, done that one, believe it or not, getting pictures and autographs with Mickey and pals in um, Animal Kingdom usually has a 30-minute wait or sometimes longer. Um, so I made that one. It's not a big deal if we miss it. And also, I wanted to make that around 12 because I know we're going to have to eat lunch somewhere and most likely either in Disney Springs or the Animal Kingdom. So I knocked that one. If you ask me, I knocked that one out of the park. Then the next one I did, so I know I, now I know she wants to go see Slinky Dog Dash. And Slinky Dog Dash, actually, believe it or not, was, was a tough get for this week because I already booked our dinner reservation. So I did start to see ride reservations available for Slinky Dog Dash earlier in our vacation, but it was later on the day when I knew we were going to have dinner reservations. And I my choice was, do I reschedule those dinner reservations or do I go for a Slinky Dog Dash later on in the trip? And sure enough, I found Slinky Dog on Tuesday, September 17th, which isn't too bad. I grabbed the 5 o'clock um, 510 to 610 ride reservation because I knew we were in, you know, we were going to be in Hollywood Studios and our dinner reservation at Yachtsman Steakhouse. So actually, that's not a long ride to go from Hollywood Studios to Yachtsman, and you can also take a boat. So I knew that was going to work out. So I grabbed the Slinky Dog Dash on Tuesday between 510 and 610. Now that means, okay, what else do I want to do that day? And so I picked Star Tours at 1 o'clock. So that's after, ooh, wait a second. That's after lunch. Maybe I meet a later lunch that day because I don't do so well on Star Tours. I love the ride, but it's one of the ones that makes me a little queasy. So maybe we're going to do Star Tours at 1 and then go get something to eat. Because then I grabbed Indiana Jones as a fast pass reservation between 2.45 and 3 o'clock. So that's Tuesday, September 17th. Now, I know... Hollywood Studios is going to be open at 6 a.m. that day. So that's one of the days that we're planning on. We could be going to Galaxy's Edge. So that's a 6 a.m. opening. So in theory, we could get there before 6 a.m. Yes, Lisa, you're getting up early that day. And then we go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. I've been reading about how they've been handling it out in um, Disney Land. And I think we're going to need a couple hours in that park. So that, that part of the park. So that gives us plenty of time to get to our other ride reservations. So that's Tuesday, September 17th. Now, the next thing I started thinking was, okay, let me take care of when we first arrive. So we come in on Saturday, September 14th. And I figured, well, let's go to Epcot. So that's where I grab in the afternoon. I grabbed a Soaring. I got that one. And then because of how you walk into the park, I got Spaceship Earth. So around 2 o'clock, in case our plane's late coming in, we might miss that. That's not a big deal. You can also sometimes wait for it. Sometimes the wait's not too long. 
it's almost always long between Christmas and New Year's, but this, in theory, is supposed to be an off-season. Disney, I don't believe, really has off-seasons anymore, so it's maybe not as crowded as it's going to be between Christmas and New Year's. But anyway, I think Spaceship Earth, if we don't get on it, if we miss, if our plane's late or we don't arrive at time, not hitting that fast pass is okay. And then I made another one at 4 o'clock for Mission Space. I love that ride. That's the Mars simulation ride. And then I figured, okay, then we could hit, if we get in earlier, we could also go into the worlds for the Epcot Food and Wine Festival. So now I take care of the first day. Now I look and, okay, what am I going to do the second day? Second day, which is Sunday, I already know we're going to be in the Magic Kingdom in the afternoon. So no Epcot, second day. No Magic Kingdom because we're, no, I mean, no reason to book the Magic Kingdom because we're going to be there in the afternoon. And then I got to worry about Hollywood Studios. I figured we might be a little too tired in that Sunday morning because we're staying up late to go to the Magic Kingdom. I don't want to make that one of our galaxy potential Galaxy Edge days. So I decided, okay, we're going to go to Animal Kingdom. Unfortunately for us, that day, Flights of Passage was not available as a ride reservation. I did get the Navi River Journey. It's a slow-moving boat ride. I think it's beautiful. I don't think it's worth waiting online for a couple hours. I don't mind using a fast pass on that. So I grabbed that. Then I, at 11 o'clock, 11.55 to 12.55, so right around lunchtime, Exhibition Everest between 1 and 2, and then 3 o'clock, Kali River Rapids. That's also a fun ride. And just a fun ride. And just in case it's a little bit warmer that day in September in Florida, we might want to be we might want to cool off. So in theory... That morning on September 15th, we're going to be going to the Animal Kingdom. It will open up an hour early. It will open up from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. I'm not really too worried about that. Um, if we want to try and get an avatar that day, we'd have to wake up early and do the rope drop. But I've already, as you'll later find out, I've already booked out uh, flights of passage twice. So there's no way we're waking up early to hit that. We'll probably get some breakfast and head over to the Animal Kingdom and do what we want. So now it's taken care of two days. So the next day is Monday, September 16th. That is also another Hollywood Studios day. So what this has given me is the ability to pick, do I want to go to Galaxy's Edge Monday morning or Tuesday morning? I know I'm going to want to hit Hollywood Studios at least two times. This day, I grabbed the Toy Story Mania ride. So I grabbed that one at 1.15. Again, with the theory that I might be going to Galaxy Star Wars Galaxy's Edge that morning. So then I got to push out my ride reservations a little bit. I did grab Beauty and the Beast live on stage. Woohoo! 10.30. And then I grabbed Muppets Vision 3D 1148. 11.40 a.m. to 12.40 p.m. Woohoo! Now you're probably thinking to yourself, Eric, you just told me you might be going Galaxy's Edge. So if you're at Galaxy's Edge that morning, won't you lose those fast passes or you won't make those fast passes and the answer is, yes, that's true. I won't make those fast passes, but I don't really care. Because the problem now with Hollywood Studios is that you don't have a lot of choices in the Tier 2 system. There's not a lot of things I'm interested in. I don't want Disney Junior. I don't, I'm not going to make a ride reservation for Frozen. It's just not going to happen. So there's no point me even trying to play around with what do I want to go to. I don't want to book Star Tours again. I got that later on. And Muppet 3D is okay. Beauty and Beast is okay. But there's not a lot of choices in the Tier 2 section. So if you're planning on going to Hollywood Studios more than one day for ride reservations, you got to make a decision. 
Do you want to go on Star Tours twice? Do you want to see Indiana Jones twice? I don't recommend doing that on a, in a trip. So the theory I have here is if we go to Galaxy's Edge and I miss these two Fast Passes reservations after the 215 Toy Story Mania uh, reservation, then I can start making ride reservations one at a time. So that's my strategy. So now we've taken care of Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and now Tuesday. Now we fast forward to Wednesday. Wednesday, we're thinking, okay, what are we missing on that Wednesday? Oh, I could grab another. I could get uh, flights of passage that day. So I grabbed that one. Um, so I'm making, I have Kilimanjaro Safari at around 11 a.m. to 12. It's not too hot. Hopefully the animals are not going to be asleep in the sun. Then we could get something to eat. Then we had flights of passage. And then I did another exhibition Everest because that's one of my favorite all-time rides. Last, I believe that's the last one now. Let me see. Yep, that is the last one. Um, we didn't really make any Magic Kingdom ride reservations, so I figured Thursday probably going to be our Magic Kingdom day. There is a um, extra Magic Hour at Magic Kingdom that day, and I have to keep saying that as a reminder. Again, with the Galaxy's Edge, you get Hollywood Studios three hours beforehand, and all the other parks open one hour beforehand every day. And that's at least through sometime in the fall. So this is where we grabbed our classic three mountains. We grabbed Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, and Splash Mountain. I made those all late morning, early afternoon. So between ten, between 11 a.m. and 2 o'clock is when those ride reservations are. Knowing Lisa, we might get there a little early, probably hit some other rides that we can go on. But once again, that last uh, Splash Mountain reservation between 1.10 and 2.10 then allows me to make more ride reservations. And because there's plenty of time in between Splash Mountain, which is our last ride, res ride reservation, and our dinner reservation, 7.30, if Lisa wants to head over to Epcot for the Food and Wine Festival, that's when we can do it. And that pretty much rounds out um, the ride reservations I made. And I got to be honest with you, it's not so easy anymore because you got to figure, you got to try and plan out when you're going to be at Galaxy's Edge and when you're not. You also got to plan out um, which ride reservations you want to make. And because of the way the tiering system is now done in Hollywood Studios, knowing that there's going to be more crowds there, it makes it a lot more difficult. So that's how I planned out my fall vacation. This was a lot longer podcast than I thought it was going to be. So thanks for sticking with me the whole time. The biggest tip I could give you still is to stay at a Disney Resort Hotel Take advantage of the 60-day booking window. Don't stay off. If you can afford it, don't stay off property. If you're going to do off property, you only get that 30-day window. And don't forget, if you are going in the fall and you're planning on visiting Hollywood Studios, if you stay at the Disney, if you stay at a Disney Resort, you get the three-hour extra magic hour at Hollywood Studios. So that's it. Thanks for listening, and thanks for going on this ride with me.